Blog Talk Radio. Psychic Radio Show. Laura, are you there? Laura? Okay, I'm not sure if she's on the line here. Um, but we are we have a very exciting show. And Laura, if you can hear me, chime in at any time. Um, you can go to our chat room. It's open. You just go to the Blog Talk Radio page and you can find us there on the right hand corner in the chat rooms that are currently open. And you can call us at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. And Laura is waiting. Hold on one second. We are having some technical difficulties. And it's not working. Laura? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I did it. Yeah, there was a Yay! it was getting stuck for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I can I can hear you hitting the button. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with um this blog talk. It's it was acting acting up here. Can um, everyone hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Let's see whatever can every can uh, everyone hear us okay? You can type it in our chat room. <laughs> That's how we communicate with people. Yes, Felicia Jones says yes. Yeah, so we're okay. Hello, everybody. Um, talk about that. We don't. You know, there's only so much what you can do when we're, you're on. When you have like, it's like internet equipment. It's not real like hardware, so it's so hard to control sometimes when we're having these internet difficulties. Um, but we're happy to be here. Call in again at 917-889-2693. Um, Laura, do you have anything to share with us this week? Oh, geez, I don't know. Um, uh, the big thing for me has been Stormy and his cough. Can I tell you all about Stormy had this cough? No. Well, Stormy, he got this, like, non-anesthetic teeth cleaning, right? And the girl comes to the house and everything, and I'm really a firm believer in this because I I don't like dogs getting put under, any animal getting put under anesthesia for um, teeth cleaning. So Stormy, you know, has this teeth cleaner come, and I was actually going to video log about it, so I had it on camera. And... um. She, uh, there was this one moment where Stormy struggled, and I thought to myself, should I stop it? And then I said to Stormy, I said, Stormy, you know, just do five more minutes or something, and then you're done, right? But I even see it, like, on the camera. Well, afterwards, um, he was started to cough, and started to cough for, like, the next, like, day and so I was like really sort of nervous about it so um, I have these like Chinese herbs that are like antibiotics and my vet mm-hmm. always thinks that the dog should go on antibiotics before and after they get the an- non-anesthetic teeth cleaning but I'm not a big fan of antibiotics I was like I don't know so I didn't do that and then so then I was put him on these herbs and this cough went away and I was like oh this is great and actually he was doing great he was like running more and he was like less heat intolerant and then I um tried to wean him off the drugs after like a week the herbs and he started to cough again and then I was like oh maybe I didn't have him on there long enough so then I put him back on the herbs and last week or this earlier this week I tried to take mm-hmm. him off again and his cough came back and it's been like six weeks oh wow I know so I was really nervous about it and so I made an appointment for Monday but then he started to, like, heavy pant this week, but I put him back on the herbs. And I Googled the herbs to see if they really are this. And they're also for, like, arthritis and anti-inflammatory. So he does great on them. What is really it called? Better. What kind of herbs are they? I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, to be honest, to be honest with you. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> but it's all in Chinese, you know. Oh, but, I see. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, but they really are amazing. And mm-hmm. um, so this morning I was like, because he coughed a little bit in the middle of the night, and he coughed a little bit today, and so I was like freaking out, and I like videoed him, and I was like, Storm, I'm freaking out, and he was like. Mom, I'm, like, totally fine. Like, I'm not going to die. I'm, like, totally fine. <laughs> I'm, like, you're not totally fine because you're heavy breathing. Yeah. And he's, like, so what? I'm heavy breathing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad he thinks it's everything okay, but there seems like that's not normal. Heavy no, breathing not, is not normal. No, it's like totally, no, heavy breathing is not normal, and either is the coughing. And, you know, Joey, before he died, he had yeah. a cough. Yeah. And it was like a mysterious diagnosis, so I'm like totally paranoid. So I called the vet this morning, and I'm such like a, mm. I'll only go to my vet, and I won't, mm. if he's not in, I won't go, because I just don't think anyone is good as my vet. So I, I, uh, I'm going to wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. So, um, can you ask Stormy, like, what the heavy breathing, like, does he notice the heavy breathing? And, like, does he think it's anything, does he know what it is? Yeah, well, he says, he says his stomach and his chest does hurt a little bit when he, oh, no, when he coughs, his stomach and his chest hurts. But he's like, I'm just breathing heavy, Mom. And he's like, don't even put this, because when I was videoing him, he was like, don't put this on YouTube, Mom, because... Everyone's gonna think, "Oh, poor Stormy," and then that's gonna go out into the world, and everyone's gonna think Storm's sick, and then there's gonna be something bad is gonna happen to me. <laughs> so so just tell everyone that Storm is well balanced and healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I can see his point. You know, I can see his point. I'm still a little nervous, though. You're right. You just I mean, I you're going to the doctor on Monday. Yeah, and it's it's so funny. But you know, I leave for like three days, so I always worry before I leave. But right. he uh, he was like just to like calm me. He was like running extra hard today. He was like always up in front of me, or sometimes he drags me behind. He's like, yeah. Mom, I'm like totally fine. Like, look how I'm running. <laughs> He's like showing off. Like, hey, look, I'm totally yeah. fine. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh man well I let us know what happens with him because I'm just curious what the whole cough thing is all about me too because you know you think congestive heart failure yeah. pneumonia and then yeah. my friend's dog died in like four days of like pneumonia so I'm like oh my god you know a lot can happen in a couple of yeah. days but if he had pneumonia you'd probably be able to tell because he'd have like a fever or something right well, so my friend has these dogs that all got sick, and mm-hmm. they they had like a little nasal discharge, mm-hmm. and she took them to the vet, and they and they were like, yeah, they all have nasal discharge, and she actually did chest X-rays, mm-hmm. and um, the dog died, and like overnight, mm-hmm. it was like a young dog, it was like Crazy. three years old. That's scary. Like, when yeah. is your time to go? It's your time to go, you know? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I know the last few weeks um, I had been talking to you about this article that I had read. About oh, yeah. Okay, so for our listeners, this conversation is going to go a little dark right now, but I'm, like, <laughs> super fascinated and I'm a weirdo. So um, in L.A., um, in South LA, they found these um, severed dog heads in a trash bin. This is really gross, so I'm so sorry. Um, and this article comes in um, March 21st, and this is from the LA Times. But I thought it would be interesting if there was any way. Do you think you could contact these dogs to find out what has happened to them? So you want me to do that on the show right now? Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, if you know, okay. okay let me just tell the okay. read a little yeah, bit about the article. Everyone- I, you know what, I, to be honest, I sent the article to me, and I just didn't want to be traumatized, so I didn't read it. <laughs> well, I'm just curious, because they're looking for these people. I mean, what if we could find the the perpetrators somehow? Then maybe they'd come and try and sever our heads. Like, Oh, my God. I mean, you know, <laughs> you have to be careful what you're putting out there on Blog Talk Radio. That's Who knows? true. I, I don't think these people are listening to our show, though. 
You never know. They might have, like, some weird animal thing. (laughs) Well, anyways, okay. Well, I'm going to put it out there. You don't have to answer it on the air. Okay, no, I'll do it. I'll do it just for fun. I'll do it. I feel like I'm 13 years old when I do things like this. I, it is very 13 years old, <laughs> um, and I know, you know, I'm just laughing out of nervous laughter because it's kind no, of. No, I was dark at 13. That's why I was always like so much Stephen yeah. King and Edgar Allan Poe. All right. Yeah. Okay. So these two dogs were found in a trash bin in South LA, and the police are really trying, like, looking for the 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 people who who were um, responsible. And a citizen found the remains of a chocolate Labrador Retriever and a tan German Shepherd mix on t- at 10:30 p.m. Tuesday. So this article came out on March 21st. At the intersection of Slauson and South Vermont Avenue and immediately called the police. And it looks like the dog's um heads were cut with a sharp object it says. And they're investigating and there's a 24-hour crime hotline. So if anyone knows anything about this, call 877 LAPD 247. And um or you can email me and I'll send you their telephone number. And currently there's a $5,000 reward offered um, for these, for any information that may lead to the arrest of, of these people or whoever it is. You don't um, think we're going to lose listeners by doing that? <laughs> hey, this is, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be like. Okay, fine. Look, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's just put it out there. And then, you know, maybe we can add it on our our Facebook page later. No, no, I'll do it. You want me to do it, I'll do it. So it's the <laughs> it's a chocolate lab and a tan German shepherd. Is the mix. tan German shepherd mix or mix. It says. And it's their heads, right? Yeah. And a dumpster mm-hmm. on Slauson and South Vermont in South LA. All right, I'm gonna get the the uh, uh, the Labrador Retriever. I already have anxiety. Oh my god, am yes. I traumatizing you? I just have anxiety. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe oh. it's from a <laughs> I know. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do it right now. Hold on, we're getting the uh, the uh, listeners. Don't leave us. The chocolate lab. We'll do something. Fun and light afterwards. We'll talk to who? I don't Rosa know. Rosa or something. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Hold on. My dad did it. He was really mad at me. Oh, my God. That's freaking he, wear, he wears big boots. Oh my God! He said that uh, that he kept telling us he's gonna cut our heads off if we get into another fight. We got into another fight and he did it. He made me watch. Ah! Uh, oh my God! You can find him in the big red house with the blue door. Oh, my God, I hope he doesn't come and kill us. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom was screaming the whole time. That's really sad. That's so sad. Okay, okay. That's enough. Okay, I'm going to ask them what's their favorite part of heaven. Okay, that's good. My favorite part of heaven is the water. Because here I can swim and I just sleep out on a dock. The shepherd mix says my favorite part of heaven is that I can run and run and run. The hard thing is that my mom is scared. My mom is scared for her fingers. Okay, this is a little, this is traumatizing me. Okay, we'll stop, we'll stop. 
Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to you, and I'm sorry to our listeners. <laughs> I'm totally. It, I. I think it's really interesting, and uh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. The days I where I'm like curled up in the fetal position with the sheets over my head later on with my. Oh kidneys. my gosh. Just, just, oh my god just go on yoga glow and do your meditation you're right you're right <laughs> um okay let's change the subject let's go hopefully our first caller will be a light subject and won't be about death but if it is we'll deal with it um so for all of our callers um i'm gonna say the your last four digits so you know that I'm talking to you and um, what you want to do when you get on the air is just go right into it say my dog or my cat is blah 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 and it's a female and it looks like this and they're dead or alive and this is my question so go just go straight into it we don't need to you know, say hi and stuff. I mean, you know, we are all already saying hi to you guys. So here we go. Um, our first caller, 6940, you're up. Hi. Who are we talking to? Is it Latasha? Hi. Oh, hi, Latasha. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, I have a question about Scotty. I posted this picture on your guys' Facebook page. I um, see he's got the cute little outfit on him. I I know, playing in the dog park, the, the black and white spots. The reason why I'm calling is because he has been peeing in the house, and he has a doggy door, and he goes outside, but for some reason he likes to pee on the garbage bags and, or garbage cans, and he likes to pee on bags or, like, boxes or, like, even, like, Richard's backpack was on the ground, like, and he goes outside, too, but I'm just wondering, like, why is he going to the bathroom in the house? Okay, and he's fairly new to you, isn't he? Uh, We got him before Richard left for Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, 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 right, 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 right. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought you rescued another animal, did you? Um, No, we still have Scotty and Elvis. They're both two rescues, and then, you know, as you know, we have Luke Cow. Our guinea pig and then our durable fish dog. Yeah, I don't know why. I would love to rescue another guinea pig, but that would be another conversation because Mukau is so, like, picky about who he's friends with. And he can, like, yeah, fight and things. And that Richard doesn't want to rescue another guinea pig and have it not work out. But that's for another conversation. (laughs) Okay. 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 So we're going to ask Scotty to not pee. And why is he peeing? Yes. Okay. Let me get him. Oh, my mom, I said super duper hello. He said what now? He said he's saying hot super duper hello. (laughs) It's so cool. It's so cool to talk to you out loud. Mom, I got something to tell you. You look really pretty in dresses. (laughs) Oh, thank you. When you walk with high heels, I think you have very good balance. Uh, lots of practice. <laughs> Sometimes I try to do that and it's hard. Like walk on a tippy toe. He does. We call him dancing bear. He uh, he'll when he's begging in the kitchen, he'll get up and he walks like he's a person. And that would be another conversation. Sometimes I think he was a person in his past life because he sits up like a person and he's very comfortable on his back. Like, he'll watch us watching TV, and he'll sit up on the bed like he's a person sitting up. I definitely was a person. I died when I was a little boy. And I thought, who wants to be that again? Let's be a dog. (laughs) Funny. I pee on the garbage because it's stinky. Oh, and if it's going to be stinky, it might as well be my stinky. <laughs> I didn't even know. Okay, that's good to know, huh? If you want me to pee outside, you better tell me exactly where. On the grass. Because, 
Because there's one place where I want to, but I don't think I'm allowed to. Is it like a, a pot or something? Uh, we've got, like, Richard's got his um, trunks outside, and he's got, we have some plants outside, and we have grass, and then he also, there's a tree outside for them to pee on. Okay, so he can pee on, is he peeing on those where, now? He could pee on the grass, and he could pee on the tree or the plants. Okay. I'm telling him that it's gross to pee in the house and that there that there are two bad things that an animal can do that is really, really bad, and that's go to the bathroom in the house and bite. And so it's really important that when he feels like peeing because he thinks that that's stinky, he has to remind himself that that is disgusting for humans to live inside with dog pee or poop, so he needs to go outside only. And he has to be really, really, really smart. And all the very, very intelligent dogs think before they do things and they think about what their people want of them. So he needs to go outside on the grass or the tree or the plants to pee. And that's the only place he can go. And if he goes on the garbage, you are going to be very, very upset. <laughs> Oh, thank yeah, you and so dad much. Is, and dad is gonna get mad. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. rope, Scotty. Yeah, he he peed on Richard's uh, deployment bags when he came home from deployment. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. You know we're glad to have you home. We oh, missed you. I know. He, um, Richard missed him a lot, too, and I'm, we're all happy that he's home. He has, a, he has a special bond with them, that's for sure. He says, he says where was your, he says, Dad had bang-bang in his head, but does he? Wasn't, wasn't your your um, husband in the Navy? Yeah, he's in the Navy. He has what in his head? Bang-bang. Bang-bang. They watch Richard play his video game, Call of Duty. That's what that is. And Elvis will curl up next to Richard's head, and Richard, now his his nickname for Elvis is Game Boy. He says it's my little <laughs> Game Boy. That's cute. So, that's, yes. He's always thinking about his video game. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. He was fun to talk to you. You too, Lauren. One of these days, I um, I want Richard to meet you. Maybe we'll come in to one of your in-person sessions. Oh, I would Definitely. love that. And I'm trying to convince Richard to let us have another guinea pig, but he wants us to start thinking about having a baby. So. Oh, well, that's fun too. I know, but you know how I feel about my animals and their emotional well-being, and I just want Mukha to be happy, and that's, you know, yeah. I worry about that. You can have a baby and a guinea pig. Exactly. I can have, we can have best of both worlds. So thank you so much, Laura. Yeah, you're welcome. Be well. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm so glad we had a, a fun call. <laughs> I know, he was cute, wasn't he? He really said to his mom first, super duper hello. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my gosh. Um, we're going to go to our next caller, Terry in Washington. Who are we talking to, Terry? Um, well, now that I get over laughing from you guys, they're so funny <laughs> talking to those animals. Oh, well, my my um, Dodger, four years old, he's part um, Chesapeake Bay Retriever and part Border Collie. Oh, cute. And we, he is, and he's... Uh, very smart, but um, he we feed raw food to the dogs. I have four of them, and he just I don't know if he's self regulating, but he will eat only like once every two or three days, and then he'll only eat half of it, or he'll want it cooked, or he'll want beef instead of chicken, or and I, <laughs> I just wonder if you could ask him what the heck he wants to eat and Yeah, what does he want to eat and why is he not eating every day? And so yeah. tell me when you say he's a Chesapeake retriever and a border collie mix, what color is he? He is very, very dark brown with a slightly black stripe down his back. Oh, okay. And his name is Dodger, he said? 
Dodger, uh-huh. Okay, let me get him. When I eat, sometimes I get a pain in my stomach that lasts a whole day. Oh. It's on the side of my stomach. Uh, right side? And it's on the right side. Wait, wait, let me see. That's right. He is taking thyroid medicine, when I remember. It's more on the left side. Left side, okay. And it pushes deep inside of me. I forget which side the pancreas is on. (laughs) Me too. It really bothers me. Oh. And food doesn't sit well. It's heavy in my stomach. Well, and I also start to salivate a lot when I eat. Oh, that's interesting. I asked him how his teeth feel. My teeth feel okay. Um, it's interesting when the animals, a lot of animals talk about salivating a lot. And, um, well, a lot of animals that don't feel well. And uh, it can be one of two things. It can actually be like the stomach acid coming up, like they have like an acid reflux. Or uh-huh. it can be they have bad teeth. So well, he does I, have bad teeth too. I did check his teeth yesterday. He he does have bad teeth. Did you say? No, he's he. I did check his teeth yesterday. I didn't find anything, but okay. the other dogs are older and have wonderful breath. And Dodgers is bad, so that does mean something, huh? <clears throat> so, so what did you say? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. His his breath is bad, but the other dogs that are being oh, lost yeah, have wonderful. That definitely means something. I mean, maybe you're just not reaching your hand back far enough in his mouth to see the back teeth because uh-huh. sometimes those are the ones that are really bad. Or, um, yeah, and then we're getting in the chat room. Oh, no, they're saying some people are saying the pancreas is on the right side, pancreas right side under liver. Um, so I would get him checked by a vet. Yes, I think so. I'd pull some blood work on him. Okay, we'll do that. Wait, let's see, he's saying something else. Cooked feels better. Oh, so uh, we wondered if he didn't like the feel of some things, yeah. No, it's more like the, um, it's more like it feels better in the stomach. Oh, Okay. So it sounds like maybe he needs a digestive enzyme, too, or something to help break down the raw, to keep him on raw. But I would definitely take him. And, how old is he? Four. Oh, he's only four. It's young. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely take him and get some blood work done on him. And does he eat only raw, or does he, is he on some kibble, too? Nope, just raw. Uh, homemade biscuits, one a day, but... Yeah, that's okay. I don't feel good at all after I eat. Oh, poopy. Yeah, I would go and get them checked because at four to not eat, and both those dogs, a Chesapeake and a, and a Border Collie, they're like high-drive dogs. They would normally be hungry. Yeah, yeah and that's I guess that's part, been part of my clue is he's been very lethargic. He just wants to sit there and oh, yeah, doesn't want to play. Yeah, something's not right. I'd definitely take him to the vet. Okay. Can yeah. I ask about another dog, too? Yeah. Um, hey, I, do we have time, or is there somebody else? Uh, we'll ask to check in the Um, We have, yeah, we've got someone on the line waiting to come up, so. Okay. 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 We'll go take care of Dodger then. Okay, yeah, and call us back and let us know how he does. We'll check in okay, with him again. Deal. All okay. right. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, real quick, there's a lot of activity going on in the uh, chat room, so if people want to go in there and chat and hear what other people think um, it could be, they're talking about gallbladders and pancreas, about our last caller. Um, Also, Safe Pet Haven says, send prayers to all humans and pets, both found and lost following our Dallas tornadoes this week. Towns are trying to match up owners and pets. So we should send all of our, our love and prayers out there for them. Oh, um, yeah. And um, if you live in the area and maybe you can volunteer, that would be a good thing for 
you know, the um, rescues and things like that, because I'm sure they need a lot of help right now. Um, and if you live in the Dallas area, you can vote for my brother, Grant Stinchfield. He's running for Congress. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice plug. Yeah, his plug. He's in Irving. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that has He's an looking. animal lover. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. <laughs> That's really funny. I liked your segue into that. Uh, we got... <laughs> Felicia from Maryland. Hi, Felicia. Hi. So, who's your pet? My pet name is Solo. And is Solo a um a female, a male, a dog, a cat? He's a male and he's a dog. Okay, what does she look like? Um, he's a he's a tan Shih Tzu. Okay. Ten to twelve pounds. Okay, and it's a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Oh, it's a boy. Okay, and he's about—he's a tan Shih Tzu, about ten to twelve pounds. And what do you want to ask him? Um, I just wanted to ask how he feels. I mean, he doesn't have any behavior problems or any health problems that I know of. So yeah, you just want to see what he has to say. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Solo, right? He says he wants to go for a walk to the park where the kids are at. Do you know where he's talking okay. about? Yeah. Do you know where that is? Yeah, it's a school near our house, and he likes kids, so. Oh, neat. Yeah, so he wants to go out there. Okay. He says he wants to learn how to roll over. How roll old over? Is yeah. He's, he's three years old. Oh, neat. Have you ever taught him anything like that? Um, I haven't taught him that. He knows how to give me a hug and a high five. And oh, cool. Stuff like that. And he knows how to, like, I guess he knows, like, when I say get out the street or get on the sidewalk, stuff like that. Oh, great. Great. Yeah, he wants to learn how to roll over. Okay. And I also want to learn how to talk in English. <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> I also like to snuggle under something on the bed. Okay. I love to snuggle under. Do you know what he's talking about? Um. Well, when I used to live in my college apartment, he used to snuggle under the couch. But I don't oh. have that anymore, so he doesn't really snuggle under things anymore, so. Oh, I wonder if you can make him something. What, he used to go, like, underneath the couch? Yeah, he used to somehow sit underneath the couch and, crawl, and like, just crawl, uh, bundle up in a corner. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you, uh, um, um, can you go under, like, a blanket or something? Do you notice? Does he like something like that? Yeah, he likes stuff like that. Actually, he's curled up right now um, on a blanket with me. <laughs> Oh, neat. Yeah, he likes to do that on your bed, too, he was saying. Yeah. He says that he thinks you're a really good thinker. Okay. He thinks all the time about a lot of stuff. And sometimes I want her to say, yes, I'm going to change the world. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what he's talking about? No, not really. <laughs> Have you been thinking about doing, like, volunteer work or thinking about, like, helping the world somehow? Well, yeah, that's some stuff that I have been thinking about. So. Oh, neat. Well, he thinks you'd be good at it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye, Solo. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. <laughs> cute. Dave is really cute. Um, so let's see. We have some questions in our chat room, if I can scroll up and find some. I know there was one about a husky that I wanted to. Oh, here. Uh, Lost No More says, I have a question. I rescued a husky eight weeks ago. She's now eight months. She is perfect in the house. But when she goes out, she is nervous, 
of any loud noise. It is so sad. It is sad to see how anxious anxious she gets. My husky's name is Storm. Storm, like my storm. Uh, I mean, well, you're uh, Storm King. That's true, but still. So, what what did the husky look like? Did she say? Um, no. I know she was created for the first four months of her life. Oh. I don't. What does that mean? What that she was created for the first four months? You mean? Yeah. Oh, created. Yeah, it means that she lived a lot, um, a lot of the time in the crate. Oh, okay. I see. Um, so if you could tell us what your husky looks like, we could probably answer your question. And um, we could probably ask her. Okay, it's eight weeks ago, now eight months, perfect in the house, nervous of loud noise, and how anxious she gets. But she's I nervous think a lot of young, I mean, a lot of young dogs are nervous of loud noise outside. Yeah. Generally. Um, Okay, okay, but she's nervous of any of What do we want to ask Storm exactly? Like, why are you nervous, or what can we do to help you, or? Um... How about, I know, well, I mean, this is a general question, because I think a lot of people, like a lot of puppies, um, a lot of new pets are, you know, afraid of loud noises when they're going outside and things like that, so maybe you could tell them about what they, what, people can do when you do go outside with your pet and if your pet is acting anxious. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. So let me, let's get Storm first and ask Storm what Storm thinks about um, going outside. Hold on. I get nervous about going outside because there's sharp noises and lots of smells. It's hard for me to think. And I get so many pictures and smells all in my vision. And it's overwhelming. But if I sit outside for a little bit, I like it better. There are times I love being outside. I love country outside. When I hear a bird, I feel really good. I love the sound of birds. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. I also like the feeling of grass on my feet. That's good. So, um, so one of the things that would be really good for people to do with animals that are scared of going outside is to work them inside the house, of getting them to know like basic obedience commands and focusing on you, like like you can do like a look at me or a sit and a down or even like a shake or a you know, beg, whatever you really want to teach them. And then when you take them outside, you teach them that it's safe for them to focus back on you. What happens is just like Storm says, they get overwhelmed with, like, so much sight and so much um, the smells and the visuals and the noise. And so if you are able to direct them back to you and teach them that listening to you is cool and if they listen to you, then they're safe, they're going to feel more secure outside. Um, The other thing is you want to watch their body language. And a lot of the times when they're starting to get nervous, they'll, I call it like the, it's kind of like a border collie spazzy look where they'll like start looking all over and you look at their eyes and if you could tell that their eyes are not focusing on anything at all or if a dog starts like spinning around you, you want to see if you can just stand for a second, concentrate on your breathing and like stroke your dog and you want to connect your dog from the head to the base of the tail, really slow strokes and that actually grounds your dog and gets them to feel more in their body rather than looking out. And then you can do a look at me or a sit or a down. Um, Like for, for animals that are really noise sensitive, the click is kind of neat because like the click and treat, because then you can teach them that that noise is 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 fun to listen to, because then they get a treat if they do something good. That's clicker training. Mm-hmm. And then you want to just praise them for they're doing their calming signals, like they're licking, they're yawning, they're blinking their eyes, looking and looking away. And uh, the other thing that you can do if your dogs are just like a little bit nervous is you can start explaining to them what things are like. 
if you hear, like, a garbage truck, you can say to them, like, that's the garbage truck. You know how we have garbage and picture it in your house and then picture you taking it out to the curb and then the garbage comes picking it up and taking it away. Mm-hmm. So the more you explain things to them, the more conscious they become and the easier it is for them. You, the, also, the other thing that you can tell them is you don't need to know what everything is. All you have to do is learn to focus on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sometimes helps them because sometimes they think they need to know what every sound is, what every smell is. Or right. some animal was really nervous about, forget, I don't think this was on there. I think this was during a private consultation. And uh, one of the animals in the house was, like, really nervous of, like, all the smells outside. He was, like, getting mm-hmm. really overwhelmed. He didn't want to go outside. And the other animal in the house said, I think we should bring outside smells in so that when he goes outside, then he understands what they are. And he mm-hmm. wanted to bring plants inside. And, like, it was really funny. I don't know if they ever did it, but it was an interesting concept. Yeah. I think we had also a caller who had, like, a cat who wanted to go outside that eventually did go outside, but they also were going to bring in branches and stuff inside. Oh, yeah, right. So yeah, often, something like that too. often indoor cats want the outside in. That's what they say. I want the outside. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I think also it's good to, to that, um, that uh, I think it was Lost No More, that, you know, is noticing the signs of anxiousness. Like you said, well, we- like... So, because some people don't even know that their dogs are anxious and that, you know, that they have yeah. this problem. Yeah, that's true. So, like, panting is one. Mm-hmm. It's like spinning back and forth, like dogs that are, like, doing circles around you or they're pacing back and forth, like, doing figure eights next to you. Mm-hmm. Those dogs, it's really important to get them focused and get them to, to stand still. Um, excessive licking or excessive mm-hmm. blinking of the eyes, like, those are great signals because we want to see them calming themselves. But if they're really fast, mm-hmm. then your dog is a little bit too anxious. Sometimes holding up a paw can be extreme anxiousness. Um, and then, of course, like the trembling and um, shaking. Although some people think that when their dog is walking and panting and trembling that their dog is hot, but their dog may be scared or stressed and mm-hmm. not just hot. So yeah. that's something to look for, too. Or when they're, like, really going to get aggressive or going into that fear, they could close their mouth and stare off into the distance or stare at something and then go into a tremble or go into some type of aggression, fear aggression. Well, um, these are all really good tips. And do you have something on your website that talks about the calming signals or on your blog? Yeah, if you go to thepetpsychic.com, And then you go to um, the. Are you looking for it? But you know what happens to the about page? There's a drop down, but sometimes the drop down doesn't always go down. I get mad about that. Um, And then click on. um, No, that's not it. (laughs) Ready? The services page on the animal communication. Okay. that is that talks all about those calming signals and how important it is to watch those. I'll post them in the in okay, the chat. Okay, cool, awesome. So I don't know, I can't find our our special guest who's supposed to be coming on from German Shepherd Rescue right now. So oh. do you want to take um one last call real quick? Sure. Okay, so this one has to be quick. I know they were in our chat room. Bear Hogan. I don't know what their real name is. So. Hey there. Hello. Hey, good morning or good afternoon, I should say, ladies. How are you all? We're good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I was putting in the chat room actually um, kind of a little bit of a, a spiel on, on what's going on with my household and uh, my family of dogs and my wife, of course, is, uh, um, uh, who has consented, consented to... Uh, uh, have a few more dogs than what she really uh, originally wanted uh, in her in the house uh, before we got married. Um, we've been married a little over two and a half, well, just about two and a half years, and ever since. Uh, we've done some rescues and rehomes and um, things like that, but we have a regular family of dogs, which consists of two St. Bernards, a Great, a great Pyrenees puppy, 
Uh, this is the newest edition. Uh, my German Shepherd, which is my epileptic dog, because I had a head injury in the Army of Na in Afghanistan on my fifth deployment, and then um, uh, three poodles that are my wife's. Oh, and wow. so, uh, yeah, so we've got a different, we've got definitely got a genre, uh, you know, uh, a wide genre, a vast array, I guess, of black, for lack of better words, of dogs. And uh, but my main question was going to be about the Great Pyrenees puppy because I didn't realize how protective those dogs could be. They actually have, and, and a lot of people don't even know about these dogs. Okay, and, listen, um, listen. Hey, yeah. So our guest is here, so I want to do it really quick. So what's your question for the Great Pyrenees? Huh. Okay, because it has two extra mandibles on each back leg, and it's got two extra paws, um, yeah. and that is, and it's got the most pound per square inch bite of any dog in the world. Uh -huh. You can bite through the spine. Um, I mean, is this dog eventually going to be aggressive because uh, towards the other dogs or towards humans at all because of is it showing? Ag is he showing aggression now? Oh no, she's as sweet as can be. Oh good. Um, okay, yeah. Let me let me. I'll ask her. Hold on. But just because you have an aggressive breed doesn't necessarily mean that they will have an aggressive temperament. And very often, if you have a puppy, um, if you very often you can tell even when they're a puppy if they have an aggressive temperament or not. They'll, like, growl at you even when you pick them up or um, they'll even kind of be really nippy or, I mean, all puppies are, but. Uh, okay, let me ask her. Hold on. I love the other dogs in the house. Oh, great. And I can't imagine ever hurting them. Oh, beautiful. They tell me no all the time. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, they don't have to worry about me. Oh, okay. that's nice. So, listen, I'd like that's you to call awesome. back call back next week or the week after. I'd love to talk to you about your your epileptic dog, the one that warns you. Yes. That would be yes. neat. Yes. That was another yeah. question or two that I was going to have, but since you don't have a lot of time, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate you. Sure, yeah. Call back next week. I certainly will. Is it the same time? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Barry. Um, so we have Maria from the German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. The website is gsroc.org. There's a crazy There's echo a crazy on my voice. On so I'm just going to put Maria on. Hey, Maria. Hey, Maria. Hi. How's, Hi. It How's it going? Hi, Maria. Thanks for joining us today. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, that's nice. So we have Giovanna. I hope that um, you saw some pictures of our little Giovanna, who is a homeless girl needing um, to find some security and safety and some confidence. Oh, nice. Yes, she is absolutely beautiful. And I, I posted a picture of her on Pet Psychic Radio Facebook oh, good. page for people who want to. And it will be on my website, too. Um, and so what do you want to ask her? Well, I mostly would like to talk to her. Um, I'd like to comfort her first. Uh, Giovanna was picked up as a stray at a dump, where as you probably know many dogs end up following their noses to dumps. To right. for food. She's very it's terrified. Very, She's very thin. Um, very kind very to people, but shy. Shivers and shakes. And I want to know why this is and how we can help comfort her. Okay. Good question. Okay. She's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. How did she find herself there, and, and you know, what can we do to make it better for her? I got dropped out of a car. Okay. And I walked a long way. When they dropped me out of the car, they said, get, get. Said, go away, go away. Hmm. I, had a nice, I had a nice girl a long time ago. Okay. She really loved me. She looks like maybe she was like a teenager in the home. Okay. okay. Did she sleep inside or outside? Inside in the girls' room only. Okay. And in the kitchen. What was her name before? 
I don't usually get names, but I can try. Huh, the beauty queen. <laughs> Maybe it was like princess or something. <laughs> Um, because she likes the name we've given her, we gave her Giovanna. We thought it was a beautiful Italian princess name. Oh, really? Oh, my. I love that name. I wonder if she was talking about her name now when she said that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. she could have been. Maybe. Um, yeah, so- if you think that when you call her that. Okay. That could have been what she was talking about. Oh dear. Okay. How can we make her feel more comfortable? Um, you know, among our volunteers. First, I want her to know she's safe and loved and trusted. You know that she can can trust people. Right, and we'll tell her about those calming signals too, the licking, the yawning, yeah. the blinking of her eyes. Those are really important for her to know. Right. Right. I've heard you say it talk about them and it's hard to blink sometimes yeah poor thing what would help me what what would help me if people didn't approach me from the front okay that's new it makes me really nervous when they walk straight at me okay all right how does she feel about male dogs and she said if they can come to the side and bend down that's better do you notice do people do that sometimes with her um, you know, sometimes, but, you know, we don't like dogs to sneak up on the back of other dogs. We don't like, you know, we like the dog to be aware. So I guess the side would be the, the next yeah. step. Yeah, you know, she's not saying come from behind, but she's saying, like, don't come straight at me, like square on. Okay. Does anything hurt? Does she having any kind of physical problems? My left elbow hurts a little bit. Okay. How about her eyes? As you look at her eyes, you can see they're very intense. Yeah. She said when she bends down the pee, sometimes her hips hurt her a little bit. Okay. Do you think that's just from being too thin? I think it's from not building up muscle. Muscle, yeah. Yeah. Atrophy, you know. Yeah, let me ask. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd rather be that than like um like kidney problems or something. Yeah. Because she can build that back up. Did her family teach her any commands or walking on a leash? Sitting down. Does she know them? I don't know. She's pretty new to us. Oh, you haven't asked. And then, does she like other dogs? And how about cats? I like small dogs. Okay. Good. I feel nervous around big dogs. Okay. What is it that's making you so nervous? I've known a cat, but I haven't been best friends with one. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like she's going to be a good dog. (laughs) You know, she sounds like... Yeah. Oh, she's um, so sweet. Very sweet girl. Uh, the idea of loving somebody and then getting thrown out of the car makes me nervous. Okay. Well, explain to her that that was one bad person and that that won't happen to her again. And she has a team here to help her feel better. I like that idea. She gets to have a foster home this weekend, so she can look forward to that. Oh, good. She also said, can she have a bed with more comfort? It looks like she wants, like, another blanket on top of the bed or something, or, like, a okay. comforter on top of the bed. Okay. Squishy bed, huh? Squishier stuff. Yeah, squishier. Sure. sure. Yeah, she, she feels bony. Like, I think when she lies down, she can even, she feels, like, a little sore. Okay. I want to live with a woman. Okay. Men scare me a little bit. All right. Has she ever had babies? Uh, little kids scare me, but big dogs not at all. Big big dogs? I mean big kids, not at all. Okay. 
haven't had babies, but I've seen babies. Hmm. Okay. What does that mean? Breeder. What did you say? A breeder? A breeder. Maybe. I've seen a lot of babies. Hmm. And I never had them myself. Lucky girl. (laughs) Yes. Does she like where she's staying now? Are they nice to her? She says she wants people to know that she doesn't like stamping of the feet. Stamping of the feet. Okay. Yeah. All righty. We love her. And we were going to find her a loving, sweet home that deserves her. You talk really well to them. Do you talk that way to the dogs? I do. <laughs> yeah, they're really helpful. And you I know what do. I loved, too, about the way you were talking? Is that you were, like, talking about the positive, about, like, what it's going to be like in the future rather yeah. than emphasizing, like, the trauma. Exactly. My and whole point, Laura, yeah. is when I go into shelter, I try to send the calming energy to everybody. That's my biggest you know how what a horrible traumatic experience a shelter yeah. is for people. Well, just imagine what it is for the dogs. So, I do my best to send calming energy to every one of them and to tell them it's going to be okay. We don't know how it's going to be okay, but it's going to be okay. So, oh, that's so beautiful. Know that they get it. Know that yeah. they definitely get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do our best. I mean, and and uh, you know, I personally believe in communicating with my own dogs every single day and you know, visualizing and sending them the message that I want. Sometimes they choose not to listen to their mommy, but <laughs> I know they're I hearing know it. I free will. People forget that. <laughs> Sometimes they just say, oh, selective hearing, selective telepathy, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, they hear you. They just ignore it. <laughs> right, right. So well, I just make tell sure our little, you... go ahead. Yeah, I... I want to make sure that you get in all the information about your organization. So Yes, we are a nonprofit located in Orange County, but we service all the areas in the surround greater Los Angeles. We do L.A., San Diego, Riverside, Inland Empire, uh, and, of course, Orange County, Long Beach. And we have approximately 80 dogs in our care right now, all looking for homes, magnificent dogs that come from every circumstance you can imagine. Uh, right now, quite a few coming in from foreclosed homes. Right. We actually took in three last week that someone abandoned them at the home and just left them behind, three at one house. Mm-hmm. And um, we get them when people can, let's say someone becomes infirm or an owner dies. Uh, and then we also obviously scout out the shelters. And when, when there's room, we bring in shelter dogs as much as we can afford. So once a dog is in our care, we we give them all the best medical care. We give them training. We socialize them. Uh, If we have foster homes available, they go right into a foster home, particularly the older ones. And, Mm. uh, you know, it's a soup-to-nuts deal with us. We follow them through. And what's your website? It's www.gsroc.org. So that's www, G is in German, S is in Shepherd, R is in Rescue, oc.org. And uh, just because we're located in Newport Beach doesn't mean we, we can't reach out to other areas. So uh, we do help quite a few dogs from the Inland Empire right now. There seems to be quite an overpopulation there. You, uh, you That's what I was thinking about asking you, and then you answered it. Well, let me tell you that spay and neuter, spay and neuter, spay and neuter is our only weapon in this arsenal to end um, that overpopulation because the rescuers can't become the janitors of the breeding industry. We just can't do it all. That is so true. That is so true. Thank you so much for being on today. Well, thank you. I really appreciate what you've told us about Giovanna. Thank you. Yeah. That was Maria from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County, gsroc.org. Make sure to check them out, and they're looking for volunteers and uh, people to help out, um, also pick up and deliver, assist at events, become a foster home. Check out their website, and we'll see you next week, same time. Bye. Bye, everybody. She's a monster,